Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. You don't know that you're gonna, your mouth is going to stop getting very hot. <laughs> you will now. It's getting red hot. That mouth is getting red fucking hot. That's, uh, he gave away the secret, so now people do know that your mouth's going to get hot. Is that spicy hot, or is that like uh, actual heat? I think it's icy hot. It's an ingre- uh, one of his ingredients that he puts in the soup. You put some icy hot in there? To make your... Like what uh, you rub on your body? Yeah, it, it, it soothes your oh, throat. yeah. <laughs> Every oh, yeah. weekend I was there. I used to use Ben Gay, but I made a mistake. Put some icy hot. Bush is not gay. Of course, I put icy hot in the soup. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, folks. Uh, if you haven't heard, spoiler alert. I'm back. I've lost the fight. Yeah, the fight. <laughs> this is. Uh, we're gonna do some fight wrap up. A little been, fight wrap up. What's it been? Three months of uh, pre-fight talk. Now there's one episode <laughs> no, of post of post-fight talk. Post-fight talk. It won't be a whole that episode. I don't, there's not that much to cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The fight has happened. You, you're back from Vegas. Yep. When I, did you go to Vegas? I left for Vegas Friday. You drove? Drove there, yes, sir. Did you, uh, you have like a caravan of people uh, with you? I, I missed the private jet that Jason Ellis sent to take us to Ellis Mania. <laughs> does he, uh, what's, how does he get there? I think he just drives there, probably. Um, so what hotel do they put you up in? The Hard, uh, Rock? Hard Rock, yeah. Okay. I was in the Paradise Tower. By the way, we're set up of any hotel. Like The towers are, are like a quarter mile from each other. Oh, really? It took me like 20 minutes to walk from one tower. My brother was literally staying 
on the complete opposite end of the place. It would take like 10 minutes to walk over there. I saw some of the cast of characters they uh, they had out there. On that. Seemed, seemed like a Barnum and Bailey <laughs> circus was in town. It was a wild time. You know, I was actually invested in the musical chairs fight. I, uh, I didn't see that, but I saw... Keith Jardine, who apparently uh, Dave, one of our Twitter followers, said uh, praised your fight online. He was there, yeah. He I was saw cornering him. Jason Ellis. And then F- Fabio Maldonado, uh, he enjoyed- like, w- which is the craziest because I-, I love me some Fabio Maldonado. That dude was, uh, that dude could take a punch, man. But I don't know if um, I don't know if it's Jardine's lady or just someone he trains with. But she was there as well, and she said she really loved. I, I just looked at her randomly, looked at her feed. She really loved the uh, musical chairs fights as well. Yeah, they were the ones you could get most emotionally invested in. She said she enjoyed it. Those were bigger guys. Uh, I I stopped watching at some point. I had to turn off the TV because it was just giving me too much anxiety. Because we had to be there at uh, five thirty. The fight was at like. 10. Why do they want you there so early? Uh, I guess I have no idea. I go, can I come at 6? And they're like, no. Do you have to like check in with someone or is it? When I got there, there was literally, they literally didn't have the doors open. There was literally nobody. <laughs> I couldn't even get into the place. So they're like, <laughs> was it was it, was it run in a disorganized fashion? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the event's over. You can, you, can, you can call it. It wasn't you were the there. most uh, organized thing. I mean, uh, the fight and everything, you know. I mean, that. I mean, yeah, okay, look, no, I mean, there was issues involved. When uh, when you went there... No, none of it that would affect the fight, just like a, a, a little annoyances. When was uh, the, sh- like the show you did, when if you didn't see it, when you dressed up like Carl Spagler oh, the weigh-in? from Caddyshack? Was that Friday? That was Friday. Like, it's... Su- dude... I had to be dropped off at the front. Like, I, that's how late I was for that. So you were cutting it close. Yeah. We were, uh, we had like a little bit of a delay and then, uh, yeah. Where was that? Was that at the pool of the Hard Rock? There was like, there's like four pools, by the way. By the way, the place where we were staying overlooked uh, the pool where they have the club called Rehab. Do you remember like a shitty reality show about I d- it? I do remember that. Dude, so all day long. Didn't there John Goslin DJ there for like a minute? Uh, probably. Or he did for like a day or something? Dude, there is nothing but bass being thumped out of that shithole into your fucking room the whole day. I mean, it was it, it was uh, in, intolerable. For the age I'm now, like the idea of a Vegas pool party sounds horrible. I didn't go to the pool once. <laughs> like on paper, you're like, oh, like if you were in your young 20s, you're like, yeah. oh, fuck, that sounds awesome. But like right now, I'm like, it sounds horrible. Other than the weigh-in, that was the only time I even was near the pool. Sounds like just people pissing in oh, a dude, pool. That water looked disgusting. Oh, it was like, because I, I, I can look right down on the lazy river. Some people may shit in there. Just like, I don't want to get out. I'm going to say 50% of people may have shit in there. Although I should go to one of those parties and film it and just be like, I'm going to do some laps, and like swimming in between people. <laughs> Dude, if you went on that lazy river, you lap, You don't even have to do laps. You just do uh, full lazy river cir- or circuits. Do, do any ladies go topless at this thing? Dude, I got to be honest with you. I didn't see a lady that I wanted to see topless at that. This really? I thought they got like high nah, class ladies. Dude, you're things. looking at the billboards. Yeah, probably. it is not. I would literally remark like I don't see any of the women from the billboards at the pool right now. There's not even any high class hookers out dude, there. I n- I have never seen so many dudes with their shirts on in the pool. 
Sure, it's on. Sure, it's on. Wow. This is that. Dude, keep in mind, this is end of been... August. This isn't prime time anymore, I don't think. Yeah, it's true, too. I did see Everlast performed like a oh, fuck LS yeah. Mania concert Friday night. Fuck yeah. Get some good Everlast. Get some Everlast in there. It, it ties into fighting. Uh, Everlast, Everlast boxing. Yeah. Interesting. So that you had the... the the weigh-in. The weigh-in, I ran like right in there. Were you wearing that outfit? Um, no, I had to go fucking change. So you had to get into, uh, you're wearing like, what do you call the hat? Like almost like an army hat? And it's like a da- like a father fishing <laughs> sun hat. You had uh, a lot of sunscreen on your nose. some zinc on there. You had a big old fanny pack. That was a, that was a big old camping fanny pack. <laughs> that thing's uh, it's like a tent. Was it, so, <laughs> it was a tent in there? I think it was a lot. Dude, I had to fill it with stuff to, so I could get my weight up. I also had a gallon of water with me. I had uh, my socks with my sandals on. Was the fanny pack specifically because you wanted to appear to weigh more? And also look like an idiot. Yeah. And I so have my khaki a, shorts so, on. But I thought maybe it was just a camouflage that you wanted to get more weight. No, it was fairly obvious that I was trying to fucking... To, you had two bricks in your hand? <laughs> yeah, I had 50 rolls of quarters in there. <laughs> uh, you, had, you had sandals, uh, thong sandals with, with socks. socks. John very, Little style. Very uncomfortable, by the way. Not, Dude, you should have seen the 10-minute walk that I had to do dressed in that outfit. Uh, to people be honest, like, I, what the, I saw some of the people yeah, that were behind someone. you at that thing. Uh, somebody's thought... I don't know if you know who this rapper is, but I like the reference... That one of the women was Takashi Six Nine, a rapper <laughs> no, who has a lot that. of tattoos. <laughs> they couldn't believe that they got him in a Dude, bikini. I think there's more tattoos per capita than anywhere in the world. Well, Jason Ellis has at least a hundred, like over a hundred. Yeah, he's got probably. to probably more than that. Uh, was Doug Benson at that weigh-in? Yeah, seemed like he was behind every photo that I was looking at. He, uh, he what was, was he there doing the whole time? What was he I, doing? He there? did Doug loves movies, and he did the <laughs> like the show. When I saw him in a picture behind you and Lou. I was just like, of all the comics, I don't. It just doesn't seem to fit. But I guess I didn't think so either. But yeah, I guess I don't somebody, know that boy. some yeah, reason, they're he's boys. There. Uh, it just seemed odd. I was like, I, it doesn't seem like a guy would enjoy any of that stuff. Yeah. Maybe he does. I and don't know. I was walking literally behind Bisbing because he was staying in the same tower I was. So the walk over there. So finally, halfway over there, I had to stop. I was like, hey man. And he was just like, hey, and he just kept walking. I go, hey, no, I'm Ryan O'Neal. And he was like, dude. <laughs> did, did you guy. talk to him for a little bit there? I talked to him for a second. Like a he little... said, uh, I guess on the Lou post show with him that he like talked to you and thought you were a nice guy, but he like didn't really say yeah. anything to Lou. He, he said I had to rock with my training partner. I was walking with some guy who was just a fan. Oh, he thought that guy was your coach. No, that guy was just like a dude that I... The dude who saw me and he started walking because he was going to the weigh-ins and I go, do you know where this place is? Because he was from Vegas. And he's like, no. And then he's like, oh, there's Bisbing. And then so I, that guy then was like talking also. And so I, I was like, no, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> yeah. So Bisbing thought that that guy was like your uh, coach, I think. Yeah. And then uh, we walked up. And so the, there's a dude. I fuck it. His name just escaped me. But he works for the Jason L. The super. By the way, everyone that works for the Jason L. Show, Tully? super nice guy. Tully's great. And I, then, I, I just I don't even know who that is. There's. A, I think online. he's the. Um, he's the shorter dude. But then there's a dude who's like six nine that works there. Really? Who's like in good shape. He's like a and he's like the nicest fucking guy. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. So as soon as I walked up there, he was like, "Hey, you want to go?" And then he asked Bisbing if he wanted to like be out there in the weigh-ins. And Bisbing's like. I ain't getting fucking paid to make an appearance. Fuck no. And the guy was like, okay, sorry for asking, I get dude. the impression that he was there kind of begrudgingly and felt that uh, 
you know, and maybe for good reason that the event was beneath him. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, a world champion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I um, think he was obviously doing his uh, co-host some fa- you know, favor. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it was weird. It was a weird way. You could have just been like, no. Yeah, or just like, ah, no thanks. Or just like, hey, yeah, why not? Who cares? <laughs> was taking a lot of shots at him. Really? He was, yeah. He was just kind oh, of pissed they, with the because he I wouldn't mean, he, come on. He was he was a nice enough guy to me. I don't know. I I know that he was like just doing nothing but shit talking me afterwards. But yeah, that'd be like if we watched fucking two open micers. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I, I, I would get it. still be supportive, but like I get it. It's like yeah, no, dude. Of course, this is just like a fantasy dream here. And he's you know he's st- kind of taking the side of his his guy. Yeah, absolutely. Was Ellis what he was just kind of like calling out that he wouldn't come on? Yeah, because but then he jumped in. Like, did you see when he jumped in and like no grabbed the mic and was like, I only saw what you posted. uh, Just the picture. I didn't see the actual thing. So then I think it got back to Ellis because then Ellis shit on him when he was in the ring too. Really? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not fucking, you're fucking boy Bisbinger, I'm not fucking, he said some shit. Like, I think Ellis is, just, I don't know. Uh, Ellis doesn't give a fuck. He's pretty outspoken He guy. doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I think he's like. About Eddie, he does not give a fuck. Yeah, I think he's like, uh, you know, I'll say what I want to say. Yeah. He's the kind of guy, like, even if Bisbinger would beat the shit out of him, but he doesn't, he didn't care. Seems like he can take, Ellis doesn't mind taking a beating. I Dude, Ellis is a his fucking fight. bull. That guy was really fucking peppering him. Dude, Ellis is a bull. Uh, that dude is like uh, he doesn't look it like his, but he's like a solid, probably like two twenty. Like he's pretty just ju- like a fucking bull. Looks like the, he is a great. Like I don't know if he acts at all, but he has a great look of a guy who's in prison. He's like got like pre, he's like prison yeah, he's swole, really- all the tats, his face tats. <laughs> like he looks like a guy who's like, and he's very pale and he has a shaved head. So he like could easily be a white supremacist. And he in any prison movie. Yeah, professional athlete too. For, yeah, since he was like seventeen, he's a skater, right? Former yeah, skater. pro skater, and then uh, I think he did some motocross shit and did some uh, like uh, truck racing, and so now he's in the and MMA. He did two pro MMA fights. So yeah, uh, yeah. So then you get there, and uh, we did the weigh-ins, and it was you know it's everything that you think it's gonna be. It's it's Lou, so weird. Lou weighing naked. He took his shirt off. Well, really? He didn't in the fight. He, I know, which, by the way, we had agreed to take our shirts off. <laughs> I didn't know we were allowed to wear rash guards. Uh, but it was funny because Lewis said something about, like, I used to be fat or something. They took his shirt off. And Jason Ellis is like, oh, wow, you really did used to be fat. Why? Because he, like, saw stretch marks or something? Yeah, he was dying. Was dying. <laughs> but um, it's always weird because, you know, we... we we know Lou, Lou's lady Kim, so like it was weird because I was like, "Hey, so like we, it's like a weird yeah. thing because we're like I'm, I like Kim a lot, and so I'm night, you know, yeah. it's like, hey, how are you? And it's like, but then like both sides are just kind of standoffish. I don't know, it was just so fucking weird. Well, yeah, it's an odd vibe, especially when you're the sea you know all the people so much yeah. and it's like hey we're gonna fight and it's kind of, it's it's a contrived vibe of two because it's not like there's any like genuine animosity no it's just like so it's a we weird know we have to get in there and fight some people i think it, it happens in the ufc like need to create yeah some, for, or some form I, of bad blood to get their juices flowing i think some people don't seems like lou needed to kind of needed that needed to add fuel to his fire to be like make you know, well, we had agreed uh, right off the bat, like once we started talking about this on the phone, we're like we had agreed. He's like, we're going to talk crazy shit. And I was like, all right. And I was like, and then no hard feelings at the end. And he's like, no hard feelings at the end. Absolutely. 
And I didn't, I only like to talk shit really about someone who I have a genuine gripe with, like Gary Keeler, Seagal, shit like that. You know what I mean? But I didn't know him. So, uh, you know, you talk shit, but it just, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing at stake really. Like, and it goes on, like, especially when you know it's going to go on for, you know, it's kind of daunting. It just wasn't like, that's not where I'm too comfortable at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he seemed like a good guy. And I didn't. Uh, that wasn't the. That wasn't really enjoyable to me. Like just the shit talk. Because also it's like, what? What all is there to say? I don't know that much about him. Well, and what was weird is obviously you want to promote the fight, but neither of you were really st- going to gain. I know terribly financially. So it was like, how much do you want to? That was the other. Yeah. Promote? Like obviously you want people to see it, but like how like how out of your way do you want to go to promote a fight where it's like. You're not going to profit directly off people seeing it. Absolutely, you're dead on with that. That was and but at the same time, he's a great salesman. Yeah, and so I just followed his lead, and then we went obviously with the back and forth, and uh, I that was the most off. Like to me, I just was like, I would just rather just go in and show up and fight. Yeah, yeah, and I think I mean he sold the shit out of the fight. Um, but I think you could probably sell it just by being like, hey, we're going to fight, you know? Yeah, like, to but, me, there's just not a whole lot to say. Like, just yeah. not a whole lot to say. But, I mean, he's really he's great at doing that shit. So, well, you know, we did it. And then, uh, you, I, you know, the day of the fight, obviously, was fucking nerve-wracking. Was that, Did you do anything the Friday night or just kind of took it easy? I just took it easy. I tried to stay up late because I didn't want to go to bed. Like, I didn't want to wake up at... 8 a.m., which I just ended up doing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't, I like didn't sleep very well. Um, went out. My brother was there. Um, Abby, a couple other buddies were there and just, uh, he just hung out. Obviously, didn't drink, got something to eat for it, you know. Were and, there parties like for the Jason Ellis? Like, just the, uh, the Everlast. After, oh, okay. The night, that night. Yeah. Is and, he a buddy of his? Yeah, I guess they're like tight. Really? Yeah, That's I think weird. so. And then we saw Doctor Drew walk in. Yeah, he like didn't... there was like a special area where I guess I could have gone, but I just didn't. Like I just was. I just didn't really feel like it. Didn't Doctor Drew? What did he do? The national. He anthem? did the national anthem. He a good yeah. singer. He's a uh, classically trained like opera singer. <laughs> Doctor. Yeah, Drew he like really nailed it. Yeah. Wow. I know it was very odd to see it. That is odd. <laughs> so, so he did. So yeah. So the next day I wake up obviously early just because you can't sleep. And then it's a matter of like, what do you eat? What do you do? Like, yeah, there's a lot. And then you're not hungry, really. But no, you're like, I, I got to eat something. Yeah, I could imagine. But yeah, you do obviously need some sort of fuel. Yeah. So then we get, I get there at 530 for the fucking uh, the doors aren't open. Nobody's fucking there. There's a, there's a couple other fighters for other fights. Luckily, I had my own dressing room because all those people for all those other fights, like the 30 other people, all had to cram into like one fucking room. And they just had a table filled with headgear and boxing gloves, and that was it. When some of those fights of like 10 people, you I know, know, like those like the dodgeball fights. and So I was like right across from uh, Lou and I had like dressing rooms that were right next to each other. Wasn't he smoking a vape pen like right before I, or something? He's, he says he has to. Like it, he says he smokes every day so he like, you know, I guess it would be hard to like break that routine. Yeah. To well, do it. He was sponsored too. Something like that, well, I don't think you're there, there like you better take a hit before you fucking go out there. Well, you know, you gotta, if your Pepsi's your thing, you gotta drink the Pepsi. So I was there with uh brother-in-law and then uh Buddy and uh 
I guess, future, kind of future brother-in-law, brother-in-law of Abby's, who was a wrestler. Um, so we were in the we were in that dressing room, and then fucking Tripoli just starts walking. He's going in and out of everybody's dressing room. He's in Ellis's dressing room. Ellis isn't even in there. He's pulling. He's walking out with sandwiches and shit. Just like he has like. He's he, like a pass, all access pass. Like, just who gave it to him? I guess Al. I mean, you know, he and Ellis are boys. No, I know that, but like, so he's just like walking in and out. Dude, he's like, he's like, not, he's like, what's up, man? And then he's like talking to Kyle Kingsbury, whose dressing room was right next to mine. And then he's over in Lewis's. He's in there. He just fucking, he, he like had to run of the place. The guy's the mayor of Ellis Mania. <laughs> he really is. He's a former participant. Then Renazizi showed up. Was he in the back locker room area? Uh, yeah, he showed up in the dressing room. <laughs> How are they all getting back there? I, they have just like passes, kinda, I guess. Okay, to get so, in, like oh. a guest pass or something. So um, it's like not like just random people aren't like milling around back there, are they? No, I mean, I'm not outside at all. I'm just in the dressing room. Are like the ring card women and men? Well, they're men, right? Too. There was I wasn't like a really dude. watching. I had it on. I didn't see a ton of it. I didn't have it on. Uh, I was watching the UFC fights, and I had it on in the background. Oh, just so to, you could I just wanted say to see for, yeah. when your fight was, because I was like, I don't really feel like sitting through three hours of uh, freak show <laughs> fights. Um, so I saw a little bit, but I was like, what is going on? Like At times, I was like, this looks insane. It was just a fun atmosphere. You know, like, oh, it was sure. just a fun... Like It was all just fun. Seems like it would be, uh, for me better to watch live than it would be on, uh, yes, on a yes. computer yeah i don't i don't think i don't know how many streams he gets normally of it i don't know if people have like skidded the game of like who's gonna win the musical chair fight i didn't uh i didn't pay for the stream uh i won't reveal the person's name who aired it but i have a feeling that they uh they like spicy food and they may like this <laughs> real hot hot peppers so thank you very much what? Uh, <laughs> thank you very much i enjoyed uh watching on your channel it was enjoyable. Anyway, continue. Tell me the Bushman? <laughs> Not the Bushman. Uh, the Bushman gives you a hint. Okay. okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I think other people were doing that as well. But I think, I uh, think so, too. I think a lot of people did actually go in we there. We said he got three times. The, it crashed. The, uh, his, his site crashed because there's so many people downloading so or w- trying to watch it. The site wasn't ready. No, I don't think it was. So, yeah, so then beforehand... Like, there was at one point... By the way, none of this factors into the fight. This, this wouldn't have changed no, the outcome just, at all. Because a lot of people were giving me shit when I was on Punch Drunk talking about the fight. Uh, none of this factors into any of it. The no, fight just, result would have been the same. Just discussing, you know, the, the experience. Um, so then they say they're an hour behind. Because I kept trying to figure out... I, I, was, I had to get my hands wrapped. And nobody was coming back to wrap my hands. Do they have like one guy who does that? There, or was, it- there was this dude who was a boxer who was supposed to wrap my hands because he he like you have any problems? I go yeah, my right hand is a little fucked up. And he goes all right, and he was real quiet about it. I was like ah, this guy's like a pro, like he gets it. He doesn't want to let anyone know anything. But then I get some dude just come back there out of the blue, and he starts wrapping my hands and wrapping my hands like shit. And by the way, it didn't it didn't factor in at all. But he kept saying, "Oh man, this is a terrible hand wrapping job. I'm I'm almost out of gauze." And like, I was like, what "Dude, why are you telling me this?" Would where, where who was he? he should, I don't know. He worked for the. I think he worked. <laughs> but all he kept saying was, "This is a terrible job. I wish I had more gauze." And I was like, "Dude, just what happened shot. to the first guy?" I would have just wrapped my. I don't know where he like disappeared. <laughs> he was I in, don't know what the with, fuck happened. He was, was a Tripoli. There was a fighter meeting at like two that you had to go to. 
And I got to be honest with you, that was when I was probably the most nervous. It's weird to walk in there and like, obviously there's like 50 other people in there that are fighting and then they're explaining the rules to you and like you see it all, like the ring is lit for the first time and you see the size of the fucking uh, seating and everything and you're like, oh fuck dude, this shit's real. How do they explain the rules? They go fight by fight? Fight they're by all, fight. They're all so different. Fight by fight. But I mean like one fight's like 10 guys. Yeah. And 10 women and another. So, and then ours was like, the, the dude who was refing, he hadn't refed an MMA fight before. That's why Elvis was in there. Elvis well, was like there to help. Isn't ref. Elvis a pro boxer? He's, he's a pro MMA guy too. Okay. You got a pretty solid record. Because I kept seeing I've him. I've seen like, that dude fight. I kept seeing him fucking, like throughout the fights. Like, I was like, why he's also this? was in the fights. He was, my coach, the guy who was my corner guy was also in the fights. Yeah, I didn't know that he was fighting. He fought right before. But did he like beat up a bunch of fat guys? Yeah. <laughs> he, and as I was walking down, I was like, "Dude, they're like you're ready." So it was just literally my brother-in-law and then my buddy from Fresno. And then we meet my coach as we're going down the stairs. He's like, "You ready?" And I was like, "Dude, where the fuck have you been?" <laughs> so he had just fought before you. Yeah. Couldn't they have done that? Do the they pinata have, fights. Couldn't they have spaced that a little further apart? I don't know. It, at the end of the day, it doesn't. It didn't yeah. matter. So, uh, but the warm-up was weird. Because luckily, I after everyone had left from the fight meeting, I had gotten in there and kind of moved around, worked up a little bit of a sweat in the ring just to get comfortable, um, which was actually quite beneficial uh, as far as nerves go. And then, but then the guy goes, "Hey, we're about forty-five minutes to an hour behind." I was like, "All right," so I have like twenty minutes to warm up. And so then he's like, "Oh, uh, can you be ready in like five to ten minutes?" And I was like, "What?" Like That's 10 so minutes weird. later he came back. You ready in 5 to 10? And I was like, "All right. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't have mattered." Yeah, it's, just uh just curved. It was almost better that way, so there was just like, "All Less. right, it's on. Let's yeah. go." Uh and what then what song did you come out to cuz I saw No, I, there was no, oh, they, no there was song. their song. No, whatever they played. Oh, I don't God, even fucking they, they pick. But I got to be honest with you. See, so you're walking out there and like it I don't know, man. It's it was surreal. It was a very surreal experience. I saw a listener of ours posted a video. He looked like he was like right near you, and he yelled like, "Yelled your name!" Yeah, I walked out there, and then nobody told me what corner I was in. Nobody told me anything, so I just walked <laughs> up the first stairs that I found, and then I was evidently on the other side of the. Fu- I left my sandals there. Thank God they were still there after the fight. Uh, and then you just like you're moving around, man. And uh, next thing you know, you're uh, you're in a fight. Yeah, it was. Who's th- the referee? Is just some guy they found. Uh, Joe Mills. Uh, he's a, he's a. I think he's a pro boxer, and he's a good guy. And he, re- I think he, I think he refs too. Like other, okay. he he knows what the fuck he's di- like. But I mean, there was that. There was the one incident. Do they have judges, or is it Ellis? Is like the well, judge. Ellis didn't think that they would need ju- like. So Ellis was judging with I think that Tully guy and okay. like somebody else so because just, he thought that he, he didn't think it would go the distance. Which so is kind of the eyeball test. Yeah, I mean he's got a pretty good. It's not like I, he didn't no, have a yeah, favorite a, in the no, fight. And he's a guy who knows fighting too. Yeah. So we're out there and then dude, it, it was fucking. It's surreal shit. Like it's loud. People are fucking going crazy. Could you hear like anything, or is it just kind of tunnel vision? Your. I mean, no. You could hear a lot. Of, you could hear a lot of shit. Like. I mean, I'm focused, but like you, it's, I, it's hard to explain, man. It's just, it, it was, 
it was a fucking unique experience How, to be like, all right, it's time. Is the adrenaline similar to stand-up at all, or is it just completely different beast? The way I can relate it to stand-up is like, you know when it's like a big crowd, and it doesn't happen probably now as much, but like you're in a brand new place, it's a big crowd, and like when you're opening, it's a little herky-jerky. Yeah. You're like trying to find your footing, you're trying to find your... Yeah. Like, it's almost like when you're doing that... and. You know, you don't want your hand to shake a little bit. It's like, so everything was a little herky-jerky right out of the gates. Yeah. Like, you, you're just trying to settle in. Just like trying get to, like, comfortable. Find, find a groove where yeah. you're like, all right, now I'm in it. So, and, and by, so every, so every, like, everybody we talked to that was, like, a fighter was like, by the way, you're going to forget everything you fucking, you, you're going to forget 50% of everything you fucking learned. Everything is going to go out the fucking window. It's going to be sloppy, and you, it's just how it's going to be, and it's like you you can believe you could go okay, but until you get in there and you go, oh yeah, it is like that. Like you you felt like you forgot a lot of what. I mean, I, my game plan was super simple. It was going to be leg kick, stay off the ground, jab and teep. That was it. Yeah, and just stay out of his way, keep moving, just fucking stay out of his way and keep moving. And what I fucked up was that teep. It, what I should have done was put all my weight on that front leg and just shoved that chin straight up in the air. But I just fucking grabbed hold of him. And which it was like, oh, I'm going down to the ground. And so my goal was like, if you tie up and nothing's going on, he's going to stand us up. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. What, after once, that happened. Once it went down, did you feel like leading up to that, that everything was going according to plan or was it? I, dude, I don't even, all don't I know is I was landing heavy leg kicks. People were shitting on those leg kicks. I got news for you. Those were heavy leg kicks. And even he will admit, the one thing that he will admit is that those were heavy leg kicks. Um, yeah, when it went down, I was like, oh, because I just knew the size difference. So I was like, oh, no, this isn't good. Uh, yeah, people were also shitting on the, like, me. They're like, I thought you'd be ripped. Dude, if I were ripped, I'd be 175 pounds. I was trying to maintain some weight. So I yeah. was 186 pounds, which is not... What, people saying you like looked fat? Yeah, they said they're like, this guy even trained? Uh, I, didn't think, I didn't think he looked overweight. I mean, I definitely could have been trimmer, but I needed to maintain some sort of weight. But like to say that you look like some fat guy, like that <laughs> seems odd. Uh, his legs are huge, dude. Like when I was chopping them, I was like, I, if, if there was a dude like with my size legs, I think I could have chopped them out. But he definitely had some big fucking legs, man. That's where, he carries they his, were, that's where he carries his weight. But they were thick. Even when he had me in that triangle, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, his legs are heavy. Yeah, when he, so when he got you down in the ground and pound, I was like, oh, no, this isn't. This, I thought it might be over when he got on top of you because I was just like, just a bigger guy, and he got you in the full mount. I was like, and here's here's what I said, and this is this is basically this scenario here made this whole fight worth it to me. This whole scenario made losing everything worth it to me because I said to myself, "There's no fucking way I'm going out in the first round. No fucking way." Because that was you're like you're like that's that was all it. I don't want to happen. Is that was to it. Not losing. I'm the not. First round. I'm not losing in the first round. I know that, and. When Ellis was like, "You, you got to do something, man. You got to get out." I, did, were you? Did you feel like you were in trouble? Because I didn't. It didn't. Look, I mean, you were taking shots, but it didn't look like you were like in danger. To I look, me, it was I, a dangerous situation. Yes, but I wasn't like. It didn't look like you were dazed at all, or no, or hurt. I. But he, it looked like if you, you stayed there forever, it wasn't going to be good. No, I would have gotten pounded out if I just stayed there. Yeah. Um. 
No, I took some big shots, and I was actually happy because at no time when I took those big shots did I feel like like I was fucked or did I feel panicked. Like, I just knew I either had to stop these punches and wrap them up because the only thing that I had drilled was bucking. Like, you buck them up, and then you try to grab a leg, and then you try to roll. But he was so fucking big and heavy, I couldn't buck. Like I couldn't fucking buck. Yeah, him. and he looked like so, like he looked like he was, he was like, solid. Yeah. yeah, just like solidly planted sitting yeah. there. So I couldn't and, buck and him. Not off. to mention like the headgear thing is a whole nother topic. Which, I, I gotta be honest with you. So I'll, it was so weird. It, it was, was like, weird. Wait, what? It didn't affect the fight. I mean, it, it affects in terms of like the punch. The oh punches yeah, the punches. Taking. Yeah. He said to me, he goes, you're fucking, I remember him going, you're fucking dead now. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay, dude. Who said that, Lou? Lou, as soon as he took our headgear off, he's like, you're fucking dead now. And I was like, all right, man. All I right. Mean, I said, I, I just knew, though. I was like, I'm not going out. Were you pissed at that? Or? I never got mad about any, you know what I got the most mad about is that he didn't want to touch gloves. I was like, dude, we're just comics, man. I get it if you want to get it hyped up. And no, you know, in the third round when he's yelling, like yeah. he, he yelled at me, but they didn't show it. I go, dude, stop f- fucking stop. Or I go, go back to your corner so we can fucking fight. Like, yeah, you can have at me. Like, let's go. I think that a lot of that, I think Jason Ellis said it was he just needed to kind of get, get himself, get his gears up. moving. Yeah. Um, like, it was like, how can I fire myself up? Like, I'm feeling tired. Let me do this. Yeah. So what I, the, the best part of this whole fight was this, was, was learning that like, I, I'm not gonna give up, and I remained calm, and I just can fucking I just something inside me was like, you, you just dude, you got to keep moving. Eventually, he's gonna you can knock him off balance or something, and you can and you can reverse this. Yeah, it was crazy when you did. Uh, I was like watching those UFC fights. You're like, oh shit, I thought this guy was out, and then you took uh, the top position. Did you land anything great on him? It was kind of hard to no. see. Yeah. I, I think I may have hit like through a, a weak punch, but at that point, I, dude. So that's when the adrenaline, like that's when an adrenaline dump hit. That was like before that. I was just nerves, and I was like, all right, I'll be fine. And I was landing those leg kicks, and I was like, all right, I'm finding like a rhythm. Things are working. Uh, but then when I had to get out of there, that I people were like, "Did you even train for this?" It's like, dude, if I hadn't all my all my training and cardio came down to fucking getting him off me, eating those punches, and then getting to top position. If yeah. I were in shit shape, it, I would have been done. No, I'd imagine if you don't train to the, any sort of scrambling, I think is fucking. Well, I, didn't, I would I, imagine. I mean, I hadn't trained any jujitsu, but I had trained wrestling, and we had done a lot of scrambling. And basically, wrestling scrambling, you know, at, at the level I was at was like, just keep fucking moving, dude. Like, keep keep busy and fucking. Eventually, something's gonna fuck up, and you're gonna get position. Was the triangle close? I didn't think it looked it, but it wasn't. But his leg, dude, his legs are heavy. Like even his legs were all dragging me down. He's got Puerto Rican Just palm his, tree legs. Yeah, tree I, trunks. I think the size of his legs probably hindered his triangle, but like also they were like heavy as fuck. It was the choke? I didn't. It didn't seem like it was that close. It wasn't. Either. Like also like people act like I haven't been watching UFC for twenty years. Like I know you got to posture up. And I was worried he was grabbing my ankle, but by the time he had already grabbed my ankle, so if he if he would have sank it in, it would have been. I think I would have probably made it to the bell as long as I could posture. To me, neither of those looked all that. Dangerous. No, they were worthwhile attempts on his part. Um, and then when I got up, that's when I was like, 
Do you remember when we were talking to Mickey Gall and he's like, whenever you're, if if you're on the bot, like if you're doing any grappling and then you stand up, do you ever feel like really heavy? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I haven't really done enough to experience that. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, it was right then. I literally <laughs> thought of Mickey Gall. I go, oh, this is what he's talking about. Because I <laughs> yeah. felt very heavy. It's a weird time to picture Mickey Gall. You're like, oh, shit. He was right. Weird shit comes into your head. Yeah. Uh, and But I will say that that move, that fucking crowd took a whole shift and then the whole everyone was just chanting Ryan. Ryan. I could hear it at the end. I, I don't know if I heard it otherwise, but I could hear like that they they turned down a lot of the crowd audio because okay. they were because uh, they cause we could hear Ellis. He had a speaker. Yeah, but like I think the mic. speaker was also or his feed was pumped right into the broadcast. Okay, so then it was like that, and I was like, oh shit! Like this crowd's pretty invested in this shit now. Yeah, we did between rounds. Were you like, fuck? How am I gonna recoup? Or were you? Uh I no I, I I mean my corner was like all right he's gassed and I was like yeah I'm gassed too but I'm not fucking gassed man uh no it was just like he was like dude just keep moving man throw those leg kicks and keep moving keep it simple because yeah. everything he was just like dude right now you're spent just keep everything simple yeah, leg just try kick to buy some time and throw your hands and the problem with the hands were. One, I one my boxing wasn't as good. It wasn't great. I need to improve on my boxing, which is one good thing about this is learning everything where you need to improve on. Wait, it's like there's you, a lot of you can shit. see in a live situation like where yes. all your skill sets are. It's like okay, this is you know whatever. Yeah. It's kind of an evaluation. And so, well, you can't in the gym. You could probably do that a little bit, but it's not. You're not. Th- it's, it's not, not in the same real situation. Uh, an actual real situation because whatever you are in the gym you are a, only a specific percentage in that real life situation yeah and also like i then that was like when it was really hitting me but i think i did enough in the second round to to take that round yeah i thought you i thought that it was i think one, i one. struck him yes and then uh some then people were saying that he won but he had a, he had a couple good flurries and he landed a couple good shots but those leg kicks, and then I had a couple good shots myself in there, took that round for Did me. any of the shots he hit you with standing up hurt you? or No. I like, oh, they were big shots. Yeah. But, but no. But like, hurt you in terms of like you felt in danger of like no, being I didn't, knocked down. Or, I didn't ever think I was going to get knocked out. It's um, weird is that neither of you, like, do you, I mean, I was, I was like, Jesus, you had, you had a fucking chin on you. Like, took some, it yeah, looked like I'm you glad. took some shots. They were big. But it was shocking that no, neither of you were bleeding at all, right? No. Yeah, there was no blood. There was weird scratches on my back. That, Might be from the gloves. The uh, do you think like where? But for his nails, when he was grabbing me or something, like I guess maybe like when he grabbed me. Sometimes in or, yeah, you see weird like marks weird, on guys. There was weird scratches. Those I was gloves like, I think have those? weird. Uh, well, they have like Velcro, and we yeah. they, they weren't taped up, but. I still thought, it was like, man, those are some big scratches. Unless for, he grew like a Coke nail and he was just uh, <laughs> digging it into your it back. In my back. And they somehow overlooked it, which sounds like they could have. <laughs> uh, and then the third round Did came. Did anyone check your nails, by the way? <laughs> Dude, nobody checked anything. Nobody checked anything. So you could anything. just have fucking... I could have had toenail, like long-ass toenails. Jesus. Fucking cutting his eyeballs like uh, Mike Winkle John. Yeah. Uh, and then the third round, I was just, I didn't have, you know. I just didn't have it. And then yeah. that overhand right, like if I 
had any gas. <laughs> I mean, I was my hands were down. I should just I could just kept covering up, but he kept hitting me with it. In your mind, like where in your mind did you like it felt like you were doing what you needed to do, or you no, just knew you in were, my mind I was like just felt you were in quicksand. Yeah, in my mind I was like, you got to do something. Did you see a couple times I threw you, and I felt like I'm in slow motion, you know? Yeah, and. It, no, I mean you see it in pro fights where it's just got you know, you know yeah. this guy has nothing to give. And it was like Mickey uh, Gall said. I remember when he was talking to us after that he was like, "I have some friends who fought you know am- some amateur fights, and these guys are like well, well trained guys, and they both gas like hard." It's it was a weird. It, it was like I had enough to stand there and take those shots. And honestly, the training if I didn't have good cardio, there's no way I would have taken those shots either. Yeah. Um. But it was like one of those things where you're just like. My goal was like keep pushing them back, and if I see an opening, like try to take it. But like my head's. I was also talking to a, a guy that um, the guy who trained me in wrestling for like a week was. Uh, he was like, dude, I'm telling you right now, and he has great technique. He's like, your chin, man, you got to remember to keep your chin. He goes, I, and I watched this fight. He was talking about. It. He goes, I was destroying this guy for three rounds. And then literally in the third round, like I had this fight fucking won. I went up there with literally my chin just facing forward and he cracked me and knocked me out. Yeah. And this guy had dominated this dude. And I was like, okay. And you could see me just coming in there chin first. It's like you just, everything just gets sloppy. Yeah. I think you're dead. Do anything. Dead tired. It's just going to yeah. be different than when, you, when you're not dead tired, obviously. And you would have thought after the first overhand right, like I, I would have caught on. But it was like, no, dude. It just doesn't work that way. You're like, all right, all right, I'm gonna go back in there. But you're, you don't. It's almost like you don't realize your hands are fucking right here, and your chin is out there. Well, I think even if you did, it's not like if you it's, don't have the energy to fix. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do? It's like, and it's experience. Like, it's you know what I mean. That's the thing that sucked about this is you got one crack at this. Yeah. But looking back, you're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I get it now. I get, I get a lot of this. Um, and I don't know if there's anything that I would have changed training wise. Like I, I did the best that my body could do. I was surprised. I was surprised with the cardio shape he was in. He was a good, I, I, I didn't think he would be, you know what though? I, as much as we joked about it, he was fucking like, you knew how serious he was. No, he obviously was taking it seriously, but I just, uh, doing cardio is, it's tough, especially as you get older in age. Yeah. I mean, I, I started running for like the first month i was it was sprinting hills and stuff and then i just couldn't do it with my knees so i was doing i was doing bike mountain bike like on flat surface and i was running stairs and and sparring and that was probably that was good enough for me i don't know if running would have done anything different but i just couldn't my knees were bad i just couldn't there's no way i could and i i've read that a lot of guys are like i i don't run anymore because it's just not worth the wear and tear on my knees did he get banged up in training at all like in terms of just doing yeah I say like i don't know if i can do this again i'm 36 like well, it sounded like it took, obviously takes a lot out of you to, dude to get in there and my thing is like try it at 40 <laughs> yeah no i know it's four a, years and it's not again this aren't these aren't excuses no, for just, any of it it's just dude i'm proud i'm pr- like i lost but i'm fucking proud of the fact that I was even able to fucking make it into reasonable shape to get in there and perform. Yeah, especially for the first time ever doing it. So I, there was a lot of critics, and obviously there's a lot of people, but I think I think the most the most the thing that hurt me the most was afterwards. Like we seemed cool, and I was like, "All right, like 
mutual respect on both sides. And because uh, he put a, he put the fucking work in, dude. He did it. He had more fucking uh, he had more skills than I did in there. And you and, showed good it's good sportsmanship. You uh, raised his hand. Yeah, dude. Because I it was so much fun. One to kind of see what you're made of. Do you have heart? Do you have mental toughness? And also, I was kind of excited to be like, oh, I do have a bit of a solid chin in this. Um, but then afterwards, it seems like he's just fucking selling me down the river and just been like, he's he's a fucking chump. It was nothing. Is this, on, walk po- in the this park. is on podcast? Yeah, which I just shouldn't listen to that shit anyway. But it, that was disheartening where I was like, okay, the shit talk's over. And like, I was looking forward to being, and I don't know, it's, it sounds stupid, but like just being friends with the guy and kind of, we had that bond where we both... That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. I thought like it was, you know, the type of thing where you get through it and then it's like you form some sort of odd friendship of like, you know, you did this crazy thing together and then you come out at the other side, you know, and you're, you're buddies now. And that's what I, that's what I thought, but it just seems like, uh, just seems to be like a continuing line of trash talk, which, hey man, to the victor, the victor gets to write the history, so... You know, yeah, he, he do what he wants. I, mean, I, I saw think some people on Twitter were making fun of him of like they were looking forward to it being over, and a guy's like, "Oh, he's going to talk about it, uh, win, <laughs> lose, or draw, and it's going to go on a while." I mean, and that's his prerogative, but it just it's it's the way he spins it is is interesting. Of just like he's like, there were situations where he's like, I looked into his eyes, and he didn't want to fucking be there anymore, and he had already quit as soon as I got on top of him, and I was like. Okay, dude. He, I think uh, he's I, trying to make it like a Rocky, you know, cinematic type thing where it's. But it's a, over. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, it's odd. I, that was. I, I, that that I think was. I, I don't know. It hit me hard because I felt like uh, again, this maybe sounds stupid, but I felt like a certain amount of bond because we had both. Like I looked forward to kind of swapping stories about injuries and training and like everything, and it it just didn't. It wasn't that. I try. I texted him. He texted me back, but it wasn't like. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like he, that. It seems like he still has some animosity towards me or something. Which is I don't weird. Know. Were you banged up at all after? Um, I had so I had this huge bump on my forehead, and then the next day it was gone. That's weird. Like it was huge, and I go, "Oh, that's gonna be an issue." And then the next day it was gone. Also, I wish when he took off the headgear, since we weren't gonna go headgear. You know, normally you Vaseline your face up so you don't yeah. get cuts. Yeah. So I had a couple little cuts from the gloves, but uh, and my my shin was was bruised. But other than that, I mean, I took way worse in training. So my toe was broken going in there. And again, it it, it wouldn't have affected the fight because I didn't feel I didn't feel any of this shit. Yeah. While I was in there, but so I broke my toe before that a week before that. And I fucked up my ribs again for the third time two weeks before that. But everyone told me, they're like, dude, it's not really going to matter. Like, it's not going to fucking matter. And I tell you what, it didn't fucking, I didn't feel it one bit. What did he do to his hand? I saw that picture. Like, his thumb looked like it was broken or something. He, he hit his hand on a training partner like weeks before. And then, uh, and now, yeah, now it looks pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, I wonder if he broke. And then was it? He was said it, he, it wasn't broken, but it looked fucking broken. Did he have any problems in terms of like post fight? Uh, he just said that I don't know if his rib hurt him or not. He hurt his rib like six weeks or something. His rib had healed. Uh, one of them, and like po- was poking out now. My rib cage on my right side, 
I don't know if it ever healed, but now you know you can trace like the outline of your ribs. Yeah. So I can trace the left and the right's just gone. Like it's in. Like it's in. It's, I can't find the end of it anymore. So um, probably not. I think it's some, <laughs> there was definitely probably some torn cartilage in there at some point. But uh, yeah, he said he had knee problems. He had a shoulder injury like six weeks earlier. I mean, I everything that I I had everything that every fighter has. Yeah, I had. Sounds like knees no, when I started. Sounds like no fighter really goes into a fight healthy, which is crazy, but that's just like how it goes. Every week I was going in and talking to Eddie, the guy that was coaching me for the last five weeks, and he's like, yeah. I mean, he went into a fight, like I think like a week before, and he, to- he tore something in his knee that wouldn't allow him to do lateral movement. And like he was going to cancel, but then like friends and family had already bought tickets <laughs> and like flown in, and he's like, fuck it. So he went in there and like, at some point in the fight, the guy realized like he, he had no lateral movement, and so he got he got taken down. But uh, yeah, I mean, I had is there a shin split. It's weird because I would have these weird things that would last for like a week, where I'm like, I don't think I'll be able to fight, and then literally two days later, they were just gone, it's like weird. completely disappear. And I don't know if it was like your bodies, because you're putting your body, you're going from like zero to a hundred. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just your body's reaction where it's just like, this week your knees are going to hurt. Next week your shins are going to hurt. Then your shoulders are going to hurt so bad that you can't fucking move them. And then that's going to go away. Then your fist is going to hurt. Then it's going to be your ribs. better than it all constantly happening at once, but it still sounds not great. I never had an issue where it was like multiple things at once. It was always like one nagging thing for a week, and then it disappeared. That's great. Two... Two big one. What what letter grade would you give yourself in terms of the fight? That's a tough one. I mean, I got to be honest with you. Or would you grade like each round, or could you give an overall? I got to be honest with you. I am proud of the performance because I went in there and I and I it went three fucking rounds and. Nine minutes is no joke. I mean, it no, wasn't I, all action. I'm gonna, I'm not, not going to sit here and say, like, it was some amazing fight, but it had some good moments. I was, to be honest, was surprised with, like, how much of a real fight it was. I was For, too, for, I for, for two guys who, yeah. you know, you were both training, but it's like... there's also He loves to say this 20 years of Taekwondo, but it's like, dude, I haven't done Taekwondo in 20 years. And it, it, there's there's this weird thing of like when like you don't really see any taekwondo and MMA really no but um, also it, but the coach was like dude you are not kicking above the waist he's going to grab your fucking leg and take you down because I was landing so the last couple of weeks I was landing head kicks yeah but they weren't strong enough to like especially with headgear too yeah and they just weren't strong enough where I was like if you throw a head kick you better knock the guy out or you're pretty fucked yeah. So it wasn't like he's like, dude, do not. He's like, don't even try it. Because he's like, I can see some look in your eye. Like you might. He's like, do not throw anything above the fucking waist. And I think that was a smart choice. So even that teep, was that count as Uh, that or no? No, no. The teep, he he wanted the teeps. The problem was, is that I was just throwing the teeps. The teeps were always supposed to be timed when he was coming forward. Okay. And I was just getting over excited, you know? Yeah. At some point you just start throwing things and you're just yeah. not really thinking because you're nervous and you're getting in there and you're like trying to find a rhythm. It was also very foreign. Like it wasn't sparring because you have all these people cheering. This guy legitimately wants to destroy you and 
And he's a big guy. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, second question is, what, do you think you'll ever fight again? Or it's, are, your, are, your, are your gloves hung up? Dude, it just, I don't know, man. It, there was days where I was just laying on that couch and I couldn't fucking move. And yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, be, like for me, I like because people are like, oh, you gonna? Hey, I'm not a fighter. It's like, are you gonna fight? I'm like, not. A, I have no fighting experience. Uh, and the point I'm in, in my, I, I can't even imagine physically even attempting to do it. It was. Uh, part of me is like, you know, you want to go in there knowing now, like you have a little bit more knowledge, and like maybe you train for a year or two. But then at that point, I'm 42, 43. Yeah, it's, it's not like, like um, I don't know. I. I don't know. Hard maybe. It was fun though, man. <laughs> it was, dude, even losing, it was fucking fun. It was just like, I was just having a really good time. I don't you, know. You're glad you did it? It sounds like. Without a doubt. I mean, it's an experience that like, at the end of the day, I'm going to look back and be like, I fucking did it. And not only that, like, I got out of like a really bad situation. I think that's what I'm most proud of myself. Like, I got out of a fucking really bad situation. Uh, what did your family and extended family think about like weren't there women like dildoing in there I heard <laughs> like, yeah, what, what did like, they think about that were they like what the fuck I, I made sure they knew beforehand just like hey this is not your average they were like it's just this is insane and it's fun <laughs> my future father-in-law was there dude he was ha- he was having the time of his life he enjoyed it That's he was cool. having the time of his life there was a topless bartender afterwards up in the room uh, uh, a f- like a family friend of ours you got a top. They got this huge suite, and they got a topless bartender. A man, Sean Patton, <laughs> showed up to the party. Who did Sean Patton? Yeah, Sean Patton. Yeah, I think he said Sean Penn. I was like, oh, oh shit. no, no, no. <laughs> Sean Patton was there. It's like randomly there, and when I got out, like when I was walking up there, he's I, a nice dude. He's good, man. He's a great guy. The did you know him at all? I knew him from This Is Not Happening. Remember, okay. he was doing the warm yeah, up yeah. there. That was like the only time I had met him. And so, why, why did he go to your party? He not- was doing the cellar. Um, oh, and then he heard he, Lewis was fighting. He's like, I got to go fucking check this shit out. <laughs> Is he? I'm assuming they're friendly, or at least know each other. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're boys, or, or somewhat. Um, but it, it, I don't know, man. It was. Uh, it was such a unique experience to just get a taste of it. On that, I could see why guys do this for a living. Like, there's something pure about the training. You train every day. There's a nice camaraderie at the gym. You get better, and there's just like. It, there's a simplicity to it. You show up, you do the work, you get better, you go fight, and then you do it again. I don't know. I, there's something I did enjoy quite a bit about like the whole experience. And also, I was doing it on a fraction of what these guys were doing. At the gym, were you looked down upon, uh, or were, was it just you were just like another guy there? No, when people found out I was actually fighting, uh, people were just like, that's all. Like, I never came in there being like, I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm 40 years old. Like, I, I want to try this. And they were like, dude, that's awesome. Because I think there's, right now, there's a beef with Donald Cerrone was just on Rogan. And now there's like a problem with, because he is fighting, the, you know, Mike Perry. Oh, yeah, with it, the camps. And yeah, the, yeah, and there's probably there's I, I problems with that. Whole. But he, one of the shots he took at Greg Jackson in his camp is I, th- I think this is true that Logan Paul was training there for his YouTube fight. Yeah. Oh, so he, he was? And, and he thought that that was like lame. And he's like, these idiots off the street, like these bums. I mean, I, I guess, I I mean. I could be wrong on that, because that, that, I saw that and then I saw Mike Perry was defending Logan Paul. So I'm assuming that's who he's talking I, about. I Maybe it, I'm wrong. But I think I it know. depends how you walk in there and like, 
it's I, everyone I saw was like, dude, that's fucking great. Like everyone seemed to be like, you know, they knew Ellis at the gym and stuff. And is that his gym? Yeah, he trains or his there. home gym. I mean, yeah, he trains there often. All he also has like a boxing gym he goes to. But uh, they everybody just seemed to be. I don't know. Everyone was just like, dude. Like it seemed like once they found out that. Because you know you're putting yourself out there to really get hurt. Yeah. And I think that there's a certain amount of respect, even if it's whatever level. And also, I didn't pretend to be on their level at all. And when I told guys this is what I wanted to do, and I was like, look, man, here's like my time frame. And they're like, oh, yeah, dude, we'll just keep it on the feet. And we'll just all we'll work on sprawling and we'll work on, you know. Yeah. It just seemed like. People were excited to get you ready for something. Is it true that Ellis's opponent, former UFC fighter Kyle Kingsbury, was in a speedo for like all of the the whole time, the events, or just like in general? Like in was, general, like every going time out to the I buffet saw, and he's like in a speedo. Every when I saw, Big I saw guy, him walking through the, the hall and he was wearing j- like Daisy Dukes. Oh, he's, he's huge. He's dude. jacked. He's huge. It seemed like I saw a little bit of their fight that he was like. Wasn't really like I think he could have finished him had he wanted to. It was just like I'm going to put him through a bit of a beating, you know. They kinda. became pretty friendly, and I think they were friends afterwards, especially. And like, it seemed I think like he beat like, him up, but it didn't seem yeah. like he was out there to like hurt him or finish him. I mean, Ellis is 46 years old. Yeah, and it seemed like, like it, you know, like and he it seemed like when he picked his time, like he could. It seemed like if he had gone crazy, he probably could have got him out of there. But there I don't were, think he, he cared to. Yeah, I don't. There was the after party afterwards, and so I showed up pretty late. But nobody like Ellis was like, oh, he didn't come down. People were like, yeah, he's uh, his face he took looked, a couple big shots. Face looked pretty bad. And Lewis, they're like, uh, he'll be down in like a little while. He's like icing his hand and shit. And so was uh, Ren is easy at the after party. Yeah, we were there for a little bit. There was like this dominatrix shit going on, and like a DJ. Where was it? And then it we were just like, we're going upstairs. Yeah. It was at a place called Vinyl. Was your whole like fam like family members at the after party or no? No, it was just Abby and Ren is easy and I basically. Okay. Um, and then, but then we just went upstairs for a while and like they had a full bar, t- topless bartender. That's <laughs> 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 so like a weird. <laughs> was she like uh, mixing drinks with her nipples? <laughs> she was like squirting them in there, squirting milk. <laughs> I know someone who could do that for you. Uh, some white Russians in there's, there. Uh, I reached out to some friends of the show, and uh, so I got some calls for uh, about okay. the fight. Okay. Here we go. Here's the first one. Never, uh, He's never made an appearance on the show, but would probably be a big get for us. Here he is. Ooh, okay. He says who it is. Uh, this is. He called me. Uh, very good call. Here it is. from the Peter Lazarus Experience and uh, just calling to congratulate Ryan O'Neill on a uh, hard-fought victory um, in the, the wrestling match you uh, competed in on the internet. Um, I unfortunately wasn't able to see, see it um, uh, because <laughs> while I did um, pay money to view it on my computer, approached um, before your actual event and um, my wife saw me watching two um, women having at it um, with their uh, bosoms exposed and uh, quickly told me to shut that off and I was uh, unable to um, watch anything further and uh, since then I have uh, not been granted access to my phone. Which is why I'm speaking to you now. 
Wow. There he goes. What a Pete from the Pete Lazarus experience. Yeah, what a Pete. Pete Lazarus experience. Uh, a couple of rippers in there. <laughs> some farts. Interesting that even his calls of background music, which is a nice touch. I think he's just playing his home nonstop. Nice touch. Uh, and a couple of those big farts, you think, would yeah. wake up his wife. Ooh, he sounds like he's in trouble from watching some of the uh, content. Well, I've listened to some of the uh, some of the Peter Lazarus experience, and uh, he, he has. It's mostly a lot of marital issues that he has. Yeah, it sounds like his wife's a little overbearing. Yeah. Uh, if I were to give advice to Peter, it would be, uh, "Hey, man, tell your wife to loosen up. Yeah. Sometimes you got to watch women wrestle around with their bosoms out. Be cool." Uh, here's another call. Uh, f- familiar voice has been on the show. It seems often reluctantly, but uh, here he is calling in. <laughs> hey, O'Neal. Brad is easy, man. How you feeling, brother? Uh, hey, I'm proud of you, number one, okay? I'm proud of you. It took some balls to go in there and get your ass kicked. It really did. Uh, and by the way, I thought you were going to get fucking pummeled in that first round. I really thought you had a lot of things working against you. They took the headgear off. You should have been able to stand up, but you fought your way out of the full mount. That big Puerto Rican on top of you just laying those haymakers on. I go, oh, my God. Poor Abby's got to look at this. She's got to say, how am I ever going to fuck this guy again? I felt terrible for you. You know, I'm up there boozing it up, having a good time, living my best life, and just watching you getting your ass kicked was really just disappointing. But then you fought back second round. Great. Great comeback. You landed some kicks and some fucking big blows. And then uh, you gasped a little bit, which we didn't think was going to happen. That's the surprising thing. Lewis had way more energy than we thought he was going to have, and I think you had way less. Other than that, things went great. Between my roast battle and this, hey, man, what a fucking team we are. Huh, guys? I love you both. Danish and O'Neill podcast. Ryan, you're my man. I threw up on the car right home. Thanks for the good time. I made it back to Malibu by noon. I love the both of you. Peace. Well, that's there he nice. Is. Steve Ren is easy with some nice words. He, uh, I don't know I, if you saw it. He did. He was puking on the car ride home out yeah. of the car window. He literally went from our topless bartender party to like two hours of sleep and then <laughs> got in that. He was dr- wasted when he left. So I saw footage and I texted him and I was like, did I just see a post where you're puking out of Sam Tripoli's car? He wrote back and he's like, uh, that's my car. <laughs> so Sam Tripoli was driving his car while he's puking out the window. And I was like, dude, you lost, you've lost some of your fastball. And he took offense. He said, my ass. Uh, he said he, had, he, he made it back in time for his wife's birthday yeah. party in Malibu. I was shocked. And he said, uh, no, he said he put on the performance. Dude, no one knew any, any of the wiser. At 2.30 in the morning, he goes, I got to be in Malibu by noon. I go, dude, you're, what are you, out of your fucking he mind? Said, he said he was, like, wasted, too. Yeah, he said she didn't know. Um, I will say this. You know what takes a lot of gas out of you? Having a guy that weighs 215 pounds on top of you, beating the shit out of you, and trying to get up. Yeah, I could imagine. If that, uh, that takes a lot of fucking effort. Did, uh, did you meet a lot of the Danish and O'Neill listeners? Sounded like a handful of guys there, were out there. There were a lot, man. Yeah, I actually, you know what was the best part was? It seemed like everyone that was at the fight, like, that night and that day, like, as I walked down through the fucking, people were, like, yelling out, like, great fight, man. Like, oh, people really? were, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. People were invested in that, that turnaround from, like, complete... We're getting ready to stop this shit to the getting out of that 
people uh it really turned a lot of people i had a, two guys who were mma guys separate guys came up to me and the guy's like look dude i just gotta shake your hand because i don't know how the fuck you got out of that mount <laughs> and it was so early in the fight and he's too. like i've trained 10 years mma man and he's like i don't know man it was it was crazy turnaround and i was like yeah man i i feel the same way <laughs> Let's go to, uh, this one's a lengthy one, but it is a good one. Okay. Here he is with a stewed fight analysis, as only he can give it. Is here's it GSP? Our, here's our next caller. No. Hey, O'Neal, it's John Little. Let's talk about this fight. Uh, first of all, uh, you should have went bodyboarding a couple weeks ago with me and the Danish. That way you'd have a nice golden brown tan instead of that damn <laughs> farmer's tan you were out there with. You'd like fucking Chuck Wepner out there. All right. Yeah, you can't walk out there with that pale white nipples. And, and secondly, you know you got screwed thing. with the headgear debacle. It wasn't that bad. That that that's ridiculous. He, uh, he sent me like ten texts. Yeah, they should have just re- positive. He was upset with. He the sent head me gear. like ten texts. He goes, "I'm gonna." You got a clip of this you could send me because I'm gonna fucking draw, this, bring this to people's attention. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he was upset. It wasn't that big of a but. <laughs> Let's get back to John right. Little's analysis. Here he is. Fight, fight, fight an analyst, John Little. Set it, take your headgear off and just reset. He was in a much better position than he was before that headgear came off. And what a what a head on you. You got a head made of marble, man. You took about 20 blows to the head, then you turned around and got back on top of him. That was amazing, but I know it took all of your energy. It took all of his energy as well. And that's why that second round was a goddamn snooze fest. You guys just stared at each other like two boxers from 1900, just wiggling those arms back and forth and staring at each other. It was a beautiful second round. Uh, but the third round was good. It was enjoyable. Overall, uh, I think you fucked up by not having me in your corner. I would have yelled and bitched at that goddamn ref about the headgear. I would have got that shit straight. would have got you guys reset. That's why you needed me in your fucking corner. I would have fucking said something. I would have gotten a ref's fucking ear. I would have been down like a pro wrestling manager right there on the sidelines in that ref's ass. That's where you made a mistake. I wasn't in your corner. Uh, but overall, good job. Uh, you got you got this off your bucket list. It's uh, something that most people don't do. <laughs> and man, that was impressive, uh, especially getting and recouping from being hit that many times. Uh, we all thought you were done and amazed that you got back on top. It was pretty spectacular. And I think uh, both of you could use, uh, you sh- should work on your jabs. Uh, you got to work on your jabs. <laughs> I agree. You, you guys don't have a sharp jab. All right. Good job overall. I'll uh, talk to you soon. John Little with positive words, but then some critical words. You know what? That was the one thing that, like, <laughs> literally in training and everything. And I, one thing that I was always looking up is, like, everyone's like, dude, the jab is the most underrated. Like, nobody throws it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to throw a ton of jabs. And then when you get in there, dude, I see why nobody throws it. It just, it's like, it, it escapes your fucking mind 100%. Even though I was literally training to throw a ton of jabs. And then it just... It seems like it, it definitely, if it's not something you're like, I ha- you know, like you in your mind that you're like, I have to do it, 
that you could easily forget to do. Yeah. It's it, not like, there's nothing like that cool about the, you know, it's just no, like. No, but it, it's an effective, but it, it, literally everybody's like, it's the most underutilized thing in MMA, but. Yeah, no one uses them. But even guys that like, yeah, nobody's pumping the jab. I don't know, It's that was weird, yeah. John Little, not impressed with the, with the jabbing in the fight. Or your pale white nipples, as he put it. <laughs> Dude, the farmer's tan was part of the allure of it. I was like, this is going to be funny. It looked like you, did you work on it? Because it did look yeah, like Yeah, I you. was out in the sun with a t-shirt on. And I, yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't like an unconscious choice. People are like, you don't think I know I had a fucking farmer's tan? That was the part of it. That was part of the display. Let's uh, let's go to another caller. Uh, this man has been on the show, good friend of the show. Here he is uh, in typical emotional fashion, calling in. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Andrew. In the background, my daughter just woke up. By the way, the whole call is at this tone because I think his daughter just woke up, so he's very – it may be hard to hear, but I, you can hear it, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I can hear it. Yeah. Here we go. I get to say what I want to say about this whole thing. Um, first of all, I'm really proud of Ryan. Um, second of all, I, I really feel like if he didn't get his leg grabbed in that first round, he would have won it. Because I think after that, that just took so much energy out of both of them that... Uh, Gomez had more energy <laughs> afterwards, and that's uh, that's why. Yeah, that's why because he didn't have the reach, he didn't have, uh, he wasn't able to to connect any hits, you know. So I feel like that's what happened if you just try to get that leg caught, you know. But uh, I couldn't believe it um, that. Uh, Two stand-up comics and have a fight that looks like a real fight, and not just because we technically saw some things that did not look like a real fight at that fight. Um, big up to Goth Charlotte for winning the stripper boxing. Um, that chick has the word urinal tattooed on the inside of her mouth. <laughs> she is amazing. Uh, I'm sorry. O'Neal didn't win. That's, I was pretty down. I really wanted to win. <laughs> I really did. Oh, man. Yeah, damn it. Now, what, what you going to do? Huh? What you going to do? Um, anyway, I was pretty impressed, though, that uh, a real boxing match, a real MMA fight actually happened. Oh, man. Well, I love you, boys. And uh, can't wait to play Mad Lips with you sometime on the Andrew DeWitt show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Uh, <laughs> Got a good plug-in for himself there, the Andrew uh, DeWitt show, yeah. Andrew DeWitt. Uh, it really did have all the elements of an MMA match. Like, there was striking, and then it went to the ground, and there was fucking ground and pound. Yeah, submission and, attempts. Uh, yeah, it, it had every... It had every element. It was, uh, uh, the DeWitt, yeah, he was, we, I was texting with DeWitt during the event, and he was like, do you know who this chick is? And I was like, I have no clue who it is. <laughs> he was telling me he was a big, big fan. <laughs> Triple was like a big fan of the ring girl. Uh, I think, I don't know if that's who he, he, you know, he was talking about one of the fighters. No, there's another yeah. girl who like literally, uh, 
Did she have a shaved head? I heard her on a po- I heard on Ellis's. Po- he does a podcast too, where she was talking about like her and her friend were at a bar and they went to the bathroom and the girl's like, "Please just pee in my mouth." That must That's be the, the urinal. urinal. I'm, I'm yeah. assuming you would think if she <laughs> is all sides, she is. She that. may want to get it get it yeah. tattooed. Uh, I heard she keeps a miniature urinal cake on her tongue at all times, <laughs> just, just in case. Yeah, you never know. It could be. <laughs> um, Jesus, I do wish though that Lewis had. I understand that we weighed in the day before, but I do wish that he'd just come in at like a real two hundred five. Yeah, because he gave, didn't he get what do you what do you like he, weigh that day? He told me the day of the fight he was two fifteen, <laughs> and I weighed one eighty. Is that just water weight? Like what? He goes, I, I nothing I could do, man. Like I had to eat some carbs and stuff, and I was like, "You gained that much weight?" So basically, it was like I, he was under. He came in under, which surprised 202. me. Two hundred two point eight, but dude, he was sweating, and I, I, he was sweating. So I don't. He said he hadn't eaten, and I don't know if he had drank any water, and he might have sweated some out too. But uh, I, I mean, if you think about it, if you're two hundred two, putting on another. 13 pounds isn't that much. It's yeah. like, you know, I don't know, what is it, 5 6%? Um, whereas a lot of guys cut. But I wish he'd come in at a true 205 or even 200. because I w- So I weighed myself day of, and I was 186. So yeah, it's it was like welterweight versus, or his middleweight versus heavyweight. Yeah, quite a difference. I, w- I wish, I, but there was nothing he could do. He's built like that, and I mean. He almost looked unhealthy in terms of like oh, when he was weird. cut yeah. yeah yeah like he just i don't know if he's People just a like, bigger he, guy he just didn't look like I normal he's, i think he's a bigger just a bigger guy he didn't look normal at that weight yeah i think yeah i think he's probably 225 is probably a good weight for i think he's i think he's realistically like would be good at a heavyweight at a heavyweight weight yeah i don't think he's uh it's kind of got like a fedor build where i have it's a like, feeling he's not gonna stay anywhere near 205 probably not i think if he were gonna fight again he should fight at heavyweight yeah. He'd be a beast. Yeah, why? The problem is he's short. He could run into a... I mean, who? He, it sounded yeah, like he may not fight. He said he wants to train. Do yeah. you, are you going to keep training? Of course. Yeah, it sounds I'm like back he's... back Monday. Gonna, it sounds like he's going to keep training as well. I, I For me, I the other thing that this, this got me into was like get, got me back into martial arts after you know being gone for so long. It, that was a great thing. And I, if, I were, if I would fight, though, I would fight at 175 pounds. That would be my like ideal weight to fight at. So if there's any comics out there in that weight class, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's Ari Shafir weigh? Dude, fuck Ari. Ari's sending me all this bullshit. I go, you know what? Fuck you, man. <laughs> what's he sending you? Aggressive text? Yeah, if he said it like he sent out like a tweet that said like O'Neill sucks. Yeah, I saw something like that. And I was like, and so I hit him up. I go, fuck you, dude. I go, you know what? You, you didn't go in there. You don't fucking have the balls to go in there. You don't do that. It's like, you really know like how to kick a guy when he's down. He's like, you can kick like a woman. <laughs> the fuck? And then I was like, I go, those were hard leg kicks, dude. And he goes, what kind of idiot lets a bigger guy get on top of him? <laughs> like you want. And I go, hey, dude, all right. And he's like, you suck. And I, all right, forget it, dude. Good luck to you. You fucking moron. <laughs> uh, this is Ari is not one of the callers. Here's another caller, probably our most aggressive caller. Uh, she's been on the show, and that gives it away. Eleanor. Go. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, I just watched that fight, and uh, you know, right when you told me you were first gonna do this, I thought, ah, he, you are retarded. 
this is a retarded thing to do. And then when I saw you guys in the ring with those helmets, I thought, oh, they are retarded. <laughs> and I'm watching, and I'm like, oh, now they're going to take them off. Let's see what the retards do without their headgear. Let's see how that works out. As Lewis was trying to fuck you from the front, and uh, then you so aggressively turned yourself over so he can do it from the back the way you like it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was proud of you for getting out of that. You got out of that. But then you got up again. Ridiculous. Probably the worst fight I've ever seen in my life <laughs> from both of you. I was proud that you did it. I got to give you that. You held your own. You did your thing. That was great. Uh, but do me a favor. Both you and Lois, don't ever fight again. Don't fight anyone. I wouldn't even come out for a while. I would stay in, hide out. Don't make eye contact with anyone. Don't let them know. Because that was, I would like to beat the shit out of both of you. After I beat up Ari Shafir, because next year I'm going to do Alice Mania with Ari, I'm going to fight him because I, I don't like the way he turned on you. I was Team O'Neill from the beginning. I'm still Team O'Neill. Even though you lost, I'm still Team O'Neill because you held your own and I was proud of you. But it was the worst fight I've ever seen. I thought maybe, should I be afraid of Ryan? Because he likes, you know, he does Muay Thai and he's been, you know, on a farm his whole life kicking fucking tractors or whatever you people do. Uh, and I'm like, there's, you know, I'm more like the Puerto Rican guy. I'm a street fighter. So I was like, oh, could, maybe Ryan is tough. Then I saw the fight. Nope. I don't want to be tough. I never want to see anything like that again. Uh, after I beat up Ari, I will fight you and Lewis together because that's how confident I am that I can beat the ball to you. All right. <laughs> Very disgruntled. Wow. Eleanor wow. Kerrigan. <laughs> Not impressed. I, uh, I'm Not I, impressed. I, I would love to see Eleanor fight somebody. She, she, she's, know, she just <laughs> describes like what a great street fighter she is. I'd love to see it. Not that I, I'm saying I, that I don't think she could. I just want to see it. What if she was it. just unbelievable? Could be. Like it's crouching tiger hidden dragon street fighting I shit. I think she just brings like a rage of like, I think it's hair pulling, biting. Yeah. I, 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 I don't a lot think of it's, slapping. I don't think it's boxing. I think it's just fucking crazy. Tit, tit biting. Yeah. Fucking cunt punches. Yes. Cunt punches. <laughs> Thumbs up the asshole. Yeah. Just anything that yeah. can go on. Nipple rips. Philly street fights. <laughs> it sounds like a Ties, Philly Tying your nipples together, yeah, I would love ripping that. earrings out. I would pay legitimate top dollar to see her fight Ari Shafir in like a real fight. That'd be great, because I be think great. she would dominate him. Be great. I really By do the way, think she would dominate. Ari him. would be a guy that I would love to let. Because I'll give you Lewis, man. He took those fucking leg kicks, but I guarantee you that I could fucking drop Ari, literally drop him two leg kicks. Just yeah. fucking drop him to the ground. I don't think he would uh, take those well. What's weird about him shitting on you so hard is that he's lost a lot of his challenges that he's done. He lost to Nick Youssef like horribly in yeah. one-on-one basketball despite being the person with more experience. So it's just odd that he's... Uh, yeah, it's Ari, dude. You know, yeah, a I, lo- know. A lo- I think Ari the persona and Ari the person have finally meld together like... <laughs> like you remember when Dice used to be two separate people and then Dice just became yeah. Dice. What Ari does definitely like, uh, you know, he does like... It's to stir the pot. And he likes to hurt, to hurt a man who's, who's been oh, hurt. <laughs> he, lo- he loves to kick a man when he's dead. Oh, I mean, he's, he, right now, he's new thing. Well, not new, but he loves when people die to, to shit on them. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he, yeah. 
Yeah, no. uh, so those are the the long calls. We have three quick ones. Uh, these are okay. our big, these are the big A listers who called in. Okay, uh, here they are. Here some fight analysis from the champ. Hello, this message is for Ryan. Uh, this is George Saint Pierre. Uh, <laughs> good job in your fight. Uh, you know, losing happens to all of us. Uh, don't worry, uh, you'll get over the loss quickly. It uh, only took me about ten years with a psychotherapist and uh, a lot of kitty litter usage and uh, computer spray to get over my loss to Matt Sarah. So you'll be back in no time. And uh, really pour yourself into dinosaurs. It's a good distraction. Good luck to you in the future. And I love the Danish and O'Neill podcast. Oh, wow. wow. So uh, it okay. seems like it's, I guess, so, good and bad. It by, seems like uh, it took the toll on him, but he seems to think it's okay. So he's saying by 50, I should be good with all of it's, this. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. And if you have any computer spray, you may want to start huffing I, uh, it uh, I will. pretty hard. I will. But if, if not. If you have any dinosaur books, you may want to get into them. Yeah. Here's, uh, never been on the show, but definitely a friend of the show. Here he is to call about the fight. This message is for Ryan O'Neill, okay? This is Tommy Morris, okay? Seeing you've gotten into fighting. Seems like a good idea for you, okay? Well, Mitzi thinks you're a good fighter, Mitzi's dead. She thinks this is a good avenue for you. It's Mitzi's vision, Okay. It's not just that, though. Well, wow, so okay. Tommy's uh, right. seems right. proud that Mitzi. you're into fighting and still throwing Mitzi's name around, using a deceased woman's name to, to encourage people to do what she, he does and doesn't want them to, to me do. In my dream. <laughs> so he, I guess he's into wow, okay. that. Well, he thanks. seems to think you have a career in fighting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if good. you want to hang it up just yet. I think most guys get into it around age forty. It, yeah, it can happen. And uh, here's our last call, a uh, man who was he, weighed, he did weigh in on the fight beforehand. Here he is uh, with a wrap-up for it. Okay. Yeah, look, it's me. I got to tell you, O'Neal, Elena told me about the fight, and it sounded like it was a hard time for you. You took some hammer fists. He got the hammer out. But you're going to come back from it. You know, the Dice's career's had some ups and downs. You get back, you start beating your yam bag, you're bana- <laughs> squirting the banana juice. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here now. He didn't even say his name on the call. <laughs> Dice, man. Guy, Dice is so big, he doesn't even need to leave his name on phone it's, calls now. It's true. You start, start beating that yam bag again. And, it sounds uh, like he's saying you beat the yam bag, you squirt the banana juice, and he thinks yeah. that's, I guess, your road to uh, to getting on just normal life. Okay, well, I'll so try that, it. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a whirl. That's the There's the Dice, man. Apparently, uh, Ellen, uh, as he said, uh, told me she told Dice, man, about the fight. Uh and he claims he didn't remember. She's like anything about it, but he was concerned that no one got hurt. That was the Dice Man's wow. one wish. That's, really, that's what he wanted. The Dice Man was that was his main concern. <laughs> that was his concern is that no one be injured. And wow. So, uh, okay. I guess he mostly got what he wanted. Was anyone? Do you know anyone? Did anyone suffer an injury at the thing? Uh, like any broken somebody noses? Somebody told me somebody. No. Uh, no. Some guy hurt his shoulder right beforehand. Had nothing to do with that. Another guy broke his thumb like the night before. What? Just like, like fucking partying. Around? A lot oh, of these really? guys like were in those other fights. Were like really boozing it up and like it seemed partying. Like your fight was the only one that yeah. was like uh, hotly. It seemed like most people do it to like have a good time. It was it, the, the the tone of the room switched, and uh, you could hear that. Well, I think this Tully is that uh, he was saying like, dude, it's it's kind of intense in here now. 
And it did have like an intensity that the rest of the evening did not have. You know I mean, because Alex, like, seriously, a guy's going to take fucking. No, they don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, musical chairs. Those guys didn't fighting. really train at all for anything. They were just out there have a good time. And like, you know, it was a fun thing to do. And they're big fans of Jason Ellis' show and him. But when we got out there, <laughs> there definitely was like a tension in the room. Yeah, it seemed like your fight almost like didn't belong on that card. In a lot of ways, it did not. <laughs> just because like it was just it just yeah. didn't like compared to like because what was before you wasn't it like dodgeball fighting or something? Uh, I think it was roller derby fighting, roller dirt like guys on roller skates fighting with other guys fighting around them or something <laughs> with balls being thrown. <laughs> something. How did people not just tear their ACLs doing that? Oh, I guess one guy, like, I guess the skate, like, came off his foot. He thought They thought he broke his ankle, but his, like, oh. foot was, like, but he said he was fine. Who Are these guys just, like, weekend warrior types? Like, so yeah. they just send in a tape to prove, yeah. like, Yeah, I think they just show that, like, you and aren't, like, com- like, you aren't handicapped. Like, as far as, like, you're not in a wheelchair or something. <laughs> That's like, I think it might be a, the criteria. That's a video of you walking down your street. Yeah, can you go down a flight of stairs without, like, falling? All right, you get in. He needs the book Eric Heights. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Fat guy fights. By the way, uh, I don't know if this is true or not. I was trying to verify. Well, they had blindfold fights. Did you see the blindfold fights? No. So there's guys who were blindfolded fighting each other. They're, so you guys are just swinging randomly. That was uh, an old wrestling gimmick they used to do in matches. Jake the Snake once. And obviously they could see, but they're just going around oh. like, like you know, like pretending okay, like pretend. they can't see. These guys weren't. And then you would see a guy just get drilled and you're like, what if you get hit oh, in the back sh- of the head? I mean, that they had the ref in there to like kind of like. Jeez. prevent it but like can you imagine just walking like no. and then you get just belted well, when something that's the worst kind of pain when you're hit is when you yeah, don't expect to see it socked you in the out. stomach yeah uh would not be good I'm sorry what were you gonna say it sounded it sounds like jerry mcfly who's sometimes got his finger on the pulse he's been hit or miss late like in terms of getting in touch with us yeah not having his finger on the pulse but he sent me a reddit thread that insinuated that eric heights uh, who we spoke about last episode is going to do my 600 pound life. It, oh, it, it said shit. that he's gained the weight. <laughs> Wait, he's gotten back up. There are allegations that he, they, some allege that he did it on purpose, that he wanted to get on the show. Oh, that son of a bitch. Uh, but, and it, it makes, if you think about it, the these fame, mysterious man. sponsor that he keeps saying and that I can't, oh. that he can't reveal it. But people are like, he was TLC? That, that, or the, in the show. Yeah. Like just being on the show. And they're going to help him ride? Yeah. And, follow and then the they're going to do a, a series on him? Yeah. And so people <laughs> Dude, were saying that, please, like, please t- do. People it. were saying TLC was pissed because they're like, don't leak this. And he couldn't keep his mouth shut. Uh, but then he hasn't said anything. But I couldn't find whether he said anything or not. But I could buy it. I think it might be true. That gravy just spilled down his chin. I, it'll be must watch TV Dude. for me. I'll be glued to oh, the TV. That's. If. Dude, of all the freaks, please give us Eric Heights, TLC. Yeah, to be on the show and to watch this journey that he thinks he's oh, doing. See the patheticness of Eric Heights. Yeah, when I, I, yeah, because they said he gained some weight and they think he got over up. Because not all those people, I don't think, are exactly six hundo. But yeah, no, some of them are aren't. I mean, it's, some are under. But apparently, uh, yeah, he's God pushing up it. around there. Dude, I, I saw a picture online the other day where he he bent a bike tire, so he's back. Uh, he might be back. He's so, back up. I would uh, rent a movie theater and play every episode <laughs> on the big. Why didn't screen. it do a Danish and O'Neill live viewing yeah. party in uh, L.A. Yeah, we might for the day for the premiere episode. I, uh, where we discuss live after what what we thought of the a my hundred six 
my 600 pound life companion what a, a companion podcast yeah. live in the, the comedy store belly room wow or, or somewhere where they have a tv in there Damn, where you dude, can get it that would be phenomenal so uh stay tuned to that story it's a fluid story not sure if it's true or not i think it is but uh definitely have to keep an eye on it you would think they're going to announce it at some point we got to talk about... I uh, could see him being a real stickler with his lawyer about like what he wants to do the show. I don't know. And- Dr. Phil really fucking... I, think you did, I don't think you have a lot of say in that. I think they're just like, do you want to do the show? And they're like, if you give them any static, they're like, we'll go find out some other 600-pound person. I wonder what that pays. Probably not much. They probably like cover some medical bills, like if they're going to get you gastric bypass or something. Like five grand an episode? Know. Or do you think that's too, too much? I mean, usually like one episode, so... But I could see them really honing in s- on him for a while to follow Until the journey. Until they realize that, like, the journey... Well, no, they would love that the journey is a total he, waste of time. Yeah, and he's going to be making excuses. He's going to be hemming yeah. and hawing. His blackout curtains are going to fall down. You think and- they're doing a full season just on heights? I, I wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. The height, I think he's the a heights star. and the lows. I think he's a, sto- a story worthy. So stay tuned for that. We'll see. Maybe uh, we may want to bet on BetDSI if that's going to happen. I don't yeah. know if they have odds on it or not. Yeah, I bet you, what, whether he makes the journey or not? Yeah, or whether, whether he gets it? on the show. <laughs> oh, I don't know, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we, we could talk to them about putting it on there. Check out, uh, thanks for everybody who got on BetDSI for the big fight. But uh, it doesn't end there, you guys. Keep checking out BetDSI. It's college football season right now. NCAA, the NFL is back. Football's back. Yeah. So you got to bet on some of this fucking football. Get on there. Betty Sai is celebrating their 20 years online. They have a great reputation. It is a great service. Fast payment for your winnings. You can also do it on your fucking phone. They have a mobile app that will allow you to get paid anywhere. And, uh, dude, it's not just sports that you can bet on. Entertainment, reality shows, uh, fucking com- elections. Comics fighting. They're offering double your money on your first deposit. Deposits start winning. Get up to $2,500 free. It's double your money right from the start. So, uh, but you, you got to use the promo code. Do one hundred and one. It's Do one hundred and one. Helps us out. Helps them out. It's going to help you out when you win a ton of fucking cash. Get on the bet, DSI. Everybody, support the show. Make don't it be, happen. Don't be like Eleanor. Don't be a negative Nancy. Make it happen. Get in there. Um. Yeah. Well, I guess the fight recap took the whole. Um, yeah, there but. it is. It's uh, it's crazy because it took you know leading up to it such a long time became a part of the show. Oh, I'm glad it's over. Um, yeah, just it's- mentally, I had a rash on my hand, so I had uh, I got amongst other things, I got uh, ringworm, Ugh. and then it, and then it went away, and then it came back, and then my whole hand where the ringworm was, I had this what I thought was just more ringworm spread out, but it turned out I think it was just a hive from stress. Oh, really? I didn't feel stressed mentally, but I think I've just been so stressed the whole time that it just felt normal. But it was like a weight off your shoulders when you're like, I don't have to go train today. I don't have to like watch what I'm eating. I don't have to do this specifically. I can have a drink if I want to. Yeah. Yeah. And just obviously leading up to it. It's just anytime you have a big, you know, big yeah. event, it's like that whole time going for like, Approaching it, you're like, oh, you know, in the yeah. back of your mind that you have to get in there. But yeah, the rash literally went away like two days later after the all that stress was gone. What's uh, is there any future endeavors? Are you gonna, <laughs> dude? I'm trying to get into this. I'm trying to get this paramotor going. 
I need some cash, but I'm trying. The paramotor's the next big thing. That's the next thing to cross off the Yeah, the list. then I want to take a trip, a paramotor trip, like, I don't know, maybe across the country. Who knows? Well, obviously, I'm going uh, the honeymoon in Thailand. You're um, going to visit Huck at all? <laughs> and his, uh, his billion-dollar water for water wells former uh comedy store bartender huck uh i know where he's at but i don't know it's been if we go through there i definitely will he'd be like who the fuck are you <laughs> go, hey huck it's me remember from the comedy store but if he's a bartender at the biggest thai comedy club <laughs> be great but they only have it's a him and all american bartenders be great <laughs> um yeah i don't know i was that, i was i was kind of depressed after the fight one because i lost and two just because like it was over like now I don't know what I don't know what's next. Yeah, I'm assuming it took up uh, you know obviously a lot of time. But like just the ex- it's like oh because you had always had that and it was going to be something exciting and fun. Now I don't know maybe some sort of paramotor trip. Uh, yeah, stay tuned. You never know. Yeah, you never know what comes up. You never know what pops up these days. It could be a rematch. I asked John Little if he wanted to avenge your loss because he was emotional and he said uh, no. Said his advanced age. He didn't want to make his debut. I think uh, it looks good on paper till you see it and you go, I have to admit, dude, once I got punched, then like when you get hit hard once and then kind of at all, all, all the, everything just goes out the window as far as fear and every, I mean, I think some, I think sometimes you get punched and you go and you go into shock, but I was glad where I was like, Oh, I got hit hard. All right. I got it. It's hard. Yeah. It hurts. Um, but I'm going to, it's fine. I'll keep going. I'm assuming though, too, though, there are guys who hit like on a level that's like, you oh, get hit yeah. once and you're out. You're out. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah. This, this isn't like if you imagine you get some pro dude in there. Oh, it's... you take a UFC fighter and he ground and pounds you. Like you'd be done in like two seconds. There was a fight. Uh, I don't know if you, it was the same night. This guy, that guy, Justin Gaethje, fights like yeah. crazy and takes a lot of damage. But not this time. But oh, he fucking knocked that guy out so I saw fucking that, hard. Man. Crumbled him hard. Yeah, like that's next like, level. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, he knocked him out fucking viciously. Like, we're just a couple of podunks fucking <laughs> throwing down. Uh, I was just, ha- again, I was just happy that, like, it looked kind of like a fight and not like a shit show. Was anyone busted up? No one was bleeding at all? At all There's the no event? blood, man. I was just, I was kind of shocked, too. Jason Ellis, is, he looks bruised up. I didn't see much blood on him, though. No, yeah, his eye was a little, but dude, this mouth guard that I bought beforehand, I had my teeth, like, an imprint taken out. By the way, it's only like 80 bucks, but it's the mouthpiece guy. This fucking thing, the the guy in my corner, Eddie, was like, dude, I can't get this fucking mouthpiece out of your mouth. He's Jesus. like, who the fuck makes this? It like This shit was not, my teeth were pristine. All those shots I took, no mouth issues, so hit that guy up. And I'm not getting paid to say anything. I just think that that was a great fucking mouth guard. Where'd you get it? It was the mouthpiece guy. Oh, that's what his name is? Yeah. I thought you were just referring no. to him as the mouthpiece he, uh, guy. <laughs> I saw he does Anderson Silva's. Oh, really? And so he's literally... Uh, he's Did you in... get Anderson Silva's? And you're like, this doesn't fit my teeth. <laughs> you could buy like a signature Anderson Silva. <laughs> he did Triple G's too. But uh, he's actually only like 30 minutes from here. So I literally went in there and got fitted. so little for... I mean, you can get him fucking like decked out for like a couple like hundred a, bucks. A platinum grill uh, yeah. mouth guard? Yeah. You can get like can painted you get, like, your, your and your initials and all oh, that shit. Oh, you get anything. Fangs? Yeah. Can I you got get it where cheapest. it looks like you have duty in between your teeth? Dude, if you want that, he'll do it. <laughs> um, can you get actual duty on the mouth You can guard? get it on your tongue. Can I you, have a... I want to get a... Uh, piece of dog shit tattooed on my tongue <laughs> uh, like the urinal i have actually an actual urinal tattooed on my whole tongue <laughs> like this here <laughs> uh 
But yeah, it goes that, down into my body. You can see what he's in if you if you want in my corner when he's like trying to pull it out of my mouth to give me water. And he was like, "God damn, man, where the fuck did you get this?" Like, you know, a guy's mouth guards f- like fly out when they get yeah. hit hard. This shit is not gonna happen. Well, you got to go to it the was, mouth guard uh, guy, mouthpiece guy, mouthpiece guy. Excuse me, mouth guard guy is a real hack. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. It was, uh, it was good. And then you can mail. Like, you don't have to go. In. I went in and had the guy fit it for me. But like, you can go in and who uh, announces? Mail the, it. Is it Ellis? Like, announces the fighters to the to the ring. Yeah, Jason Ellis does. He he does all the commentary and stuff. It's weird that he's even though he's fighting, he's, he's like out there like wow. working the whole event, but it's his event, mixing it up. Yeah, so I guess he kind of has to. Yeah, is he gonna do this for like until he's like sixty years old? He said then this time he's like this is the last one, but I think he got excited at the end of this one. I think I think it needed a like I think he just needed something a little different or something yeah. to happen because. I think it, he's always like trying to think up these crazy things, and then Nevada like athletic commissions like, dude, you can't do that. Yeah, because they imagine. keep getting crazier and crazier, and I think he's it's getting to the point where it's like hard to like top. Like he, I told you, one of those bat fights where it's like two chicks fighting upside down. Should just switch it to all MMA and just fucking yeah. But I, I saw couple- I do like the I do like the sideshow. angle of it in a past Ellis Mania, Cub Swanson's now wife. No, not a wife. I don't. I don't know if they're. I think no, they are married. He's now wife fought uh, like this fox. I don't know what she did for fox. Oh, this, really? This woman, like a real boxing? Pretty, yeah. It was like intense. It was, was like the fox lady. Know have any? Uh, it was skills? like their experience was like, but like a lot of hard. Like, yeah. It, like windmill. If you want to look it up, her name or, uh, is Kenda Perez. It's on YouTube. It's how I saw it. Uh, she was going crazy. Cub Swanson corner. Oh, did he for really the fight? Yeah. He's That's like, all right, okay, you know, <laughs> you're all doing all right. She actually just had twins, so I'm imagining that was uh, probably harder than probably fighting this lady. <laughs> Hopefully, before she was pregnant, she, she was won. There. She won her fight. Um, yeah, I, I think it just gets hard to do that. I think too, when you get yeah, a little bit of heart will make a fight look a little bit better than just average shit. I heard uh, people said that Logan Paul guy like a decent hands, like better than anyone expected. Dude, both of them had like. Hundred thousand dollar training camps for five months. He was shredded. Yeah, I, th- I think they both hired like the best Wendy's, trainers money could buy. He's young. He's a multimillionaire. Yeah, and he has a ton of money. And they also made like each made like six million dollars off this fight. Yeah, because I, I guess yeah, got a ton of fucking people yeah. bought it. And so his brother or more. Too, I don't, right? Maybe, maybe they, they may have made each like eight, nine. Yeah, you know who was brother on that? knocked out that KSI's younger brother. But yeah, no, I I watched, I don't know why, but like sometimes it would show up in your YouTube feed, but that dude was legit. You know who was on that card? Rucka Rucka Ali from the, uh, no. formerly of the Ding Dong show. He fought? He was he was in the fights as a YouTube, YouTube personality. Really? Yeah. No shit. I don't know if he won or lost, but I did see that. Uh, well, I'm pretty what sure. What was his weight class? He's a pretty short guy. Yeah, I saw someone say like he would have knocked this guy out if he had if more reach, so I'm assuming he won. He seemed like a quick, scrappy dude. He, well, he grew up in Detroit, didn't he? Yeah. Hell, yes. I didn't know that. That's pretty I think, cool. I think he, I'm pretty sure. Let me make sure on that. I haven't seen that dude in a long time. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 the Logan Paul guy's a piece of shit, but I did watch some of that fight, and it, those dudes looked legit. The Udi fight, some British guy? Yeah. Where was, was the fight in England? Yeah, like w- one of those giant stadiums. They sold like a fucking... I think they sold like uh, $12, $11 million worth of tickets or some shit. Whatever it was. I mean, they weren't cheap. It was like 
Yeah, it was bigger than pretty much most events. I think they got like seven hundred and seventy-five thousand like da- like pay-per-view buys, which is a huge UFC card. He fought a guy named Scarce, and I think yeah, I think it is a part of this. That's pretty cool, dude. He fought in front of a fucking shitload of people. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess because he does have a, a big YouTube uh, following. Yeah, yeah, I, was, uh, I saw it. I was like, huh. I'll have to look that up. I, I didn't that know that guy used to he used to be around the comedy store a lot. Yeah, I would see him driving around Hollywood all the time. Must have lived somewhere. Was Don near me. cornering him? Uh, I don't know if Don Barris cornered him. I would say probably not, but who knows? You never know. Oh, you gotta go out and you gotta <laughs> knock this guy. I gotta get high. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so there it is. The fight recap. Fight's over. Fight's done. Lou? Sorry for anybody who lost money. Uh, what can you do? Tip of the cap. It's gambling. That's why it's gambling. It's true. Tip of the cap to you, Lou. Gamble yeah. responsibly, people. Tip of the cap, Lou. You came out with a victory. You got down a weight, which I, to be honest, uh, all jokes aside, did not think you were going to yeah. do. Uh, you did it. Uh, he was still a big fucking dude at, the, at 215. <laughs> still wasn't the weight we agreed upon. Yeah. Do you regret not having a uh, weigh in that day? Or yeah, I do. I regret I, 10 pounds like you know it's still 10 pounds but at that point like I don't know I, I would have taken the 10 pounds off would have well, been, if he had weighed in that day know. would have been the just fatigue they, they called me and go you cool with Friday weigh-ins and I thought oh maybe Lou will uh maybe we'll go off the rails well like partying and stuff yeah but I I, I do that it that after a while I was like that's stupid he's not going to also he when he was uh Thursday before he left he was uh doing like an Instagram live feed and I didn't know this but I jumped on and he saw that I did and then he can Skype you in you can do like yeah, a I duel that. I didn't know that so then I jumped on there um, but yeah I do wish I would have kept it Saturday just because but I don't know maybe it wouldn't have mattered maybe it would have I don't just, know just I think would have put more who knows but probably would have put more yeah. pressure on him in terms of like yeah, Stress I mean, 30, uh, 30 pounds is when you're pushing kind of the envelope on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, it's 15. fighting style where a yeah. 200-pound guy fights like the 400-pound black guy. And I, I don't know how, I'm not going to say that it had a factor in it. It, it probably would have ended the same way, but it just would have been, I would have loved to have leg kicked a guy at 186. <laughs> I mean, would, yeah, would I mean, been, if you're given the option, would you rather fight a guy? Well, yeah, you want to fight it. Yeah, 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 yeah mean, absolutely. But at the same time, it's like that. That was the fight. That, that was the fight, man. Yeah. That was, and I, at the time, I didn't know how. I didn't know anything about him. I didn't know how big he was. I think Ari's got to be right around 180 something. Oh Jesus, dude! <laughs> that's a but that that's a guy like you know you. You're testing each other out too in there, and like neither of you wants to, like neither of you knows what power each is having, so you don't want to fucking. Yeah, I mean, you're fighting someone who you know you don't know nothing about. There's no you, tape on either of you. You don't want to feel. You want to just. Yeah, you literally don't know at all. That yeah. was the worst. I think it was probably the worst part. You're just like, was there I don't anything know. about about him that like absolutely surprised you, or was it all pretty? No, much? I, I knew he was training hard, and I knew like I knew he had a ground game, and I knew I didn't have a ground game, and I knew that if it went to the ground, my greatest fear was going to the ground. And then when it went to the ground, um, I was like, okay. And I got up, and I was like, all right, it's, it's no longer my greatest fear. Um, I don't want to go to the ground again, but I survived. So that was like literally. What was plaguing me the whole time? I th- I thought he would go for more takedowns after he claims that. Well, it does take a. I mean, absolutely takes a lot more energy. Yeah, to take you down. But like he claims, like, oh, well, I didn't have to take him down because I could beat him striking. So 
He's like, but at the same time, I don't know what other sort of attempt he would have like. I don't. That was like the perfect attempt. After that, I didn't throw teeps anymore, which yeah, I kind of regret. I kind of should have probably gotten back to that, just timed him better. But um, I whatever hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, shoulda coulda. You know, it's just at the same time, I I uh, I beat myself up enough about it. And I go, you know what? You fucking did it. And it's that nothing it's, yeah. you're going to change so, now anyway. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> you can think about it, you know, it's like, and it's not like you lost 20,000, you know. It's yeah, like yeah. You got in there and it's done. And then it's, uh, it's on to the next. We'll see if Lou defends his title. Who knows? Maybe he goes back next year. I will say, though, that hell of a hell of an experience to fight in front of a couple thousand people. Yeah, I mean, where else it are, was, are you uh, going to get that? It was, it was wild to take it, like, it is like almost a sensory overload of like, I'm stepping in here doing this now. There's people screaming and like, now this guy wants to beat the shit out of me. It was, yeah. it was a unique thing. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, I, I, I couldn't, that night I went to sleep and I couldn't sleep. I literally was up for like 24 hours, which wasn't good for like just overall rest. Yeah. From after a fight. You, like, yeah, I'm assuming... Just what, just adrenaline wise? You couldn't sleep. Yeah, it's just like I was just wired, man. Was just yeah, wired I've had stand up sets where sometimes if you do it late at night, you're just like your adrenaline's high, so I can imagine Yeah, it was something like a fight. If you just had a fight on the street, I think your adrenaline would spike, but like a fight like that in front of so many people would I think spike it even crazier. I would have liked to have gone to sleep, but uh my neck hurt because it was almost like getting whiplash, you know? Yeah. Well. With like being punched. So my neck hurt a bit the next day, but then after I went to sleep, then it was fine. Should have worn a neck brace around the casino. <laughs> like, hey guys! <laughs> but it was weird. Even when I was leaving Monday morning, people were yelling. It was people were that had, had were still there. Were still like yelling, like, "Hey man!" Oh, one fight? of the one of the guys uh, you met. I see he posted a picture. Ken, Ken, oh, Ken, yeah. yeah. I he, met him in Seattle, and then I met him at the poolside Everlast, and then I saw him right before I was walking in to go. Uh, to the dressing room. He tweeted that he took a lift and the lift driver must have asked what he was doing in town. He told him. And the driver said he was, I'm Team O'Neal, man. Like he knew about the fights. <laughs> and he obviously was a listener, I'm assuming. Uh, which is pretty, pretty crazy. fucking crazy. And so yeah, and he was just like, oh shit. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Uh, That's funny. So all of Vegas. Oh, uh, side note, on the way home from Vegas, a fucking plane landed on the highway. Jesus. It must have been shortly before we got there because there's a fucking Cessna on the side of the highway and some police cars. Man. So I was like, holy shit, man. We just missed the fucking plane. And then I looked it up and a plane had like some problem and it landed on the highway. Is it Harrison Ford? No. <laughs> This is like a shitty like Cessna 150. It looked pretty beat up Jesus. too. I was like, I could see why that thing was. Everyone was, all right? Uh yeah, they yeah landed safely on the highway. Luckily, it was like Monday morning, <laughs> so I don't think there was a lot of traffic heading out of Vegas. It's a bad day for that person. Yeah, but he was safe. All right, everybody. Uh, all right. So there it is. The fight is over and done with. On Back to the next. To our uh, regularly scheduled program. Yeah, regularly scheduled podcast. Uh, we'll be coming up next week. Keep an eye out for uh, the Patreon. We have exciting plans for it. Hopefully yeah. we can uh, get going on that soon and announce what we got planned. And uh, hopefully we can get some t-shirts going as well. Oh, uh, yeah. The t-shirts, uh, the t-shirts work, man. Uh, yeah, it seemed like a decent there. amount of people had them yeah, on uh, at the fights and just watching them at their uh, their homesteads. So now we got to get a DNO shirt. We got to get... Uh, 
get some fucking slogan. We can put like three shirts. It'll be uh, people will love them, man. Yeah, get some. They're merch good going. quality too. They're nice. So keep your eye out for that. We'll obviously announce it on here, but uh, yeah. something to look for in the future. Have a good week, everybody. Uh, keep your dicks strapped on, and if you don't have a dick, don't keep it strapped on. And uh, yeah, or keep a strap keep, on. Keep your vaginas. Uh, keep them clean. Keep them. Keep them moist. Keep them healthy. Yeah. Keep them watered. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good week. Take her easy. Please don't smoke crack.